these goodwill gestures are actually catastrophic um, decisions that are being slipped under the radar by the Minister of Defense. Um, they are essentially the part that we're addressing today. There were mm-hmm. other there were other goodwill gestures which are equally damaging to Israel's sovereignty, but uh, this the the goodwill gestures that we're talking about now are six plans, municipal master plans, that. Um, Minister of Defense Gantz is trying to slip under the radar. These will drastically change the map of Judea and Samaria. Mm. They are actually a violation of the uh, status quo in a very, very serious manner. They will endanger every Israeli. They will endanger motorists on major thoroughfares. They will choke Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria. They will uh, change the the sovereignty, essentially the jurisdiction over large portions of Area C Mm. and move them into Area B under full Palestinian authority control. They will encourage further illegal construction by whitewashing illegal structures that were built by the Palestinian Authority for strategic purposes. Wait a second. No, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. You're saying this is endangering uh, the the Jewish residents of Judea and Samaria. What is it that's being approved here? I mean, it sounds like, what do you have? Troops are going to be, Palestinian troops are going to be out there? What are you talking about endangering? No, no. This is what we like to call the the silent warfare. Uh What happens is the Palestinian Authority um, in 2009 published a plan for creating a de facto Palestinian state without shooting a single bullet. They have taken over already hundreds of thousands of, of acres of, a, of, a, of dunams, excuse me, of uh, land under Israeli, Israeli say state that, land. Say that again. Indian They've taken over. They have taken over thousands of dunams of Israeli state land in Area C, the area placed under full Israeli jurisdiction, uh, simply by building on it and the Israeli, or by planting things on it, and the Israeli authorities that are in charge of law enforcement have not found the courage to uh, address this problem, to enforce the law, to maintain uh, Israel's control over these territories. And uh, this this plan that was published in 2009 that has be- become known as the Fayad Plan um, it has a strategic vision for how a Palestinian state will be created without any warfare, um, and simply by creating facts on the ground. On the ground. And now um, our Minister of Defense is essentially aiding and abetting this process so, by legalizing this illegal construction. So it's legalizing things in, in uh, retrospect, nothing planned in the future. No, in addition, it's planning the expansion of hostile Palestinian villages from Area B into onto land that is in Area C, massive expansion. Well, isn't this just as e- equal as uh, you know uh, natural growth? No, <laughs> indeed it is not. First of all, in areas A and B, we mm-hmm. um, we about two years ago mapped out the open spaces in areas A and B, the areas under full Palestinian authority control. Right. Some 70% of these areas are empty and available for development and expansion, for creating new homes and new businesses and new agricultural projects, anything that the Palestinian populace would need for both natural growth in the present and for years, decades down the line. But the Palestinian Authority isn't investing in those areas. The Palestinian Authority and the European investors, the European funders that are backing this entire plan, are pouring all of their resources into taking over Area C, rather than actually improving the lives of the people who are living in Areas A and B. 
They're also encouraging people from areas A and B to move into area C, which is a violation of international law. Mm. Um, all of this is very carefully spelled out uh, in, in detail uh, in Palestinian Authority plans, uh, which the Europeans have helped them to create and are helping them implement. And it's all uh, very, very clearly um, organized around the theme of creating a new map of Judea and Samaria that essentially makes a Jewish presence in these areas impossible. So what Regavim is saying is that Defense Minister Benny Gantz is sort of going along with the Fayyad plan and, uh, and pushing this for approval. Indeed. He's not only approving what's already been done on the ground, mm. he wants to expand and legalize the takeover of additional areas in Area C, crucial strategic areas, areas that cover, that will cut off existing Jewish communities that have always been in the consensus, including in the Jordan Valley, including in Gush Etzion. Uh, he's also um, endangering major traffic arteries, Route 5, Route 60, mm-hmm. all of these uh, expansion plans for these hostile Palestinian Authority villages in, that are in Area B will not only rob us of our land resources, but they will choke the Jewish communities, endanger Jewish motorists, and create a base of operations that is even larger than it already is for hostile activity against Israelis throughout Israel. So where does this package stand at the moment? And what do you want, Regavim, want, want to happen? Well, what we want to happen is, first of all, for the, for the government, the caretaker government that is now in place, to actually follow the instructions of the previous um, attorney general. Uh, Abichai Mandelblit uh, gave instructions during the, uh, the reign of, of Viktor Lieberman as um, defense minister, mm. uh, saying that plans of this nature, any of these types of things that would uh, change the map and would have political ramifications have to be brought to the cabinet. Uh, These plans have not been brought to the cabinet. Gantz is trying to slip them through by simply bringing them to the planning committee uh, through the civil administration's planning committee and getting them approved. Um, And this is against the express uh, direction of the state's attorney. Uh, And most of the ministers were completely unaware of these plans until we started making noise about them. We insist that these plans be brought to the cabinet uh, and that a caretaker government not be allowed to change the map and make irreversible decisions of this kind without a full debate and full disclosure of exactly what the plans are and how they will affect our lives. Now, Naomi, when anyone drives around Judea and Samaria or the West Bank, you notice that there's an enormous building uh, going on, area B, A, C, uh, and especially around Jerusalem, you see a lot of these tall buildings in Abu, in um, Zaim, Zaim, for example, sure. but most of them are, look like they're half empty. Yes, indeed. They are empty. They're not only half empty, they're completely empty, mm. and they're built without any real planning. They're built without any concern whatsoever for their impact on the environment, without sewage, without electricity hookups, without uh, running proper running water. Um, many of these things are built, uh, and it's clear, they're built for political purposes, uh, particularly in the, in the areas that are within the Jerusalem line. Mm-hmm. Then the Palestinian Authority incentivizes people publicly and aggressively to move out of areas A and B and into these areas in, that are either in Area C or in Jerusalem itself uh, in order to uh, change the demography of these areas 
and they're creating a humanitarian crisis, which is bringing the entire area to the verge of explosion. Hmm. We believe that the state of Israel must enforce the law in order to, uh, first of all, avert the humanitarian crisis that all of this is causing, and second, in order to preserve our, to protect our interests, national interests, and to make some sort of uh, path forward towards a negotiated normal resolution of this of these issues. If the Palestinian Authority is allowed to one-sidedly, unilaterally, de facto create a new reality, there's nothing to negotiate about. And that is to everyone's detriment.